0: Students, it's good
1: to remember it's a big world out there, and whether you go across the world or maybe just across your city, be open to meeting new people and don't be afraid to try something new.
2: So hello, and welcome to Letters from the Lunchroom, a podcast by Communities and Schools of Mid-America. I'm your host, Victoria Partridge. Communities and Schools is a nationwide nonprofit which connects students and their families to local resources in order to remove barriers so that they will have greater success in school and in life. During this podcast, we talk to people who have a relationship with our organization. From students to staff members and alumni to volunteers, we know that people who connect with nonprofits have a story that led them there, and we want to know that story. Today's episode offers a couple of firsts for this podcast. Today, we step into the realm of hosting multiple guests at once, which I'm really excited for. Secondly, those guests include not only one of our site coordinators, which we have talked to before, um, not this particular one, but we have talked to a site coordinator before, but it also includes one of our students. And that combination is something we've never done before. So today we are talking with Sarah Stockebrand, CIS site coordinator at Chanute High School um, in Chanute, Kansas. And she is joined by Darcy Marshall, one of her students at Chanute High School, who is also the very first recipient of the Communities and Schools Tyler Gerhardt Memorial Scholarship. So please stay tuned as as we head into the lunchroom. All right. So, hi, guys. Welcome to the lunchroom. How are you both doing today?
0: Hi, Victoria. We're doing great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be really fun with us having um, three people on the podcast. I'm usually just having like a one-on-one conversation, Um, but it's totally okay if you guys like talk over each other. We will all sort it out and it'll just be natural conversation. Um, Have either one of you guys ever been on a podcast before?
0: No.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, I am very happy to have your first podcast be this one with communities and schools because I know that um, each of you are, you know, kind of fans of the program. Um, so I want to start with Sarah and ask you what first got you connected with communities and schools?
1: Well, I first heard about communities and schools when I was in college. I was attending Wichita State University and I actually interviewed with them for a cooperative education position. And so I worked for communities and schools at an elementary school there in Wichita, and I absolutely loved it.
2: Awesome. And so then how did you end up in Chanute?
1: Well, I heard actually from the gentleman who was the coordinator here before me, he told me he was moving on to a different position and told me that he thought that I would be great. And I was thrilled to hear about a position open for communities and schools in my local area because I had such a great experience in college. And I just, I love the mission of CIS. I, I just love it.
2: So are you from Chanute originally?
1: I actually grew up in a tiny town called Benedict, which is uh, 25 miles away from Chanute. But yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I have I went to school in Fredonia, but I, I've known people in Chanute growing up as well.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. And how long have you been the site coordinator over there?
1: This is my third school year here.
2: Awesome. And how long were you a site coordinator at the one in Wichita?
1: I worked for a at least a semester, it actually might have been a little longer than that um, as a site coordinator's assistant there. And it was such a great experience. I could just tell that he loved his job and really he involved me in everything that he could. I was going to the food bank with him, packing backpacks, and he let me run a fifth grade girls group. And it was just, it was
2: great. So you were at an elementary school. I was. (laughs) So how is that different from what you're doing there at the high school?
1: So at first, I thought, oh, I don't know about the high school age group. Um, I had worked more with younger kids. Even I taught preschoolers after I graduated from college. And I thought, oh, I don't know about the high school age range, but I absolutely love it. It's been a great fit and I, I love this age.
2: Oh, so speaking of high schoolers, um, you have a high schooler with you. Um, I although do. technically we can't say that anymore, can we?
0: Nope. It's official <laughs> as of yesterday. Yep.
1: So,
2: Sarah, would you please um, introduce Darcy?
1: Yes. So I have the pleasure and the privilege of introducing you to Miss Darcy Marshall, a recent, very recent graduate as of yesterday from Chanute High School. And I met Darcy when I first got here. She was actually already on caseload when I got here three years ago.
2: So she would have been a sophomore?
0: Um, Yeah, I was a sophomore when Sarah came in. Because I had Dave the year before, and he kind of introduced me to Sarah, and from there we've kind of went through this together, so. We've bonded.
2: Oh, so I want to know, take me back to what it was like when you guys first met when Darcy was a sophomore.
1: Well, when I first met Darcy, I remember thinking she was pretty quiet, she was pretty shy, and... Now she has just really blossomed. I mean, she would go through the halls saying hi to everyone, Um, just one of the most friendly and caring students here at Chanute High School, truly. Um, She would make an effort to talk to people and make them feel special, not just her friends, but everyone here that she talked to. Mm
2: And you said that whenever you first met um, Darcy, you were really, really shy and you were quiet. Is that how you would describe yourself as well?
0: Um, Yeah, when I started high school, I was always the quiet kid and everything. And I still kind of am in some situations, Um, but with communities and schools and my leadership class and some other activities I've been in, they've pushed me to get out of my comfort zone many, many times. So I opening up more than I usually
2: do. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're doing great with the podcast and
0: um,
2: I'm glad. (laughs) I think it's great that you mentioned um, kind of being pushed out of your comfort zone because that is such a huge thing. And it's amazing how much you learn when you do take those steps. And they're so hard sometimes to take, but I'm really glad that you had Sarah there and um, the other people in your leadership class to help you along with that. So One of the questions that I have for you, Darcy, is what has it been like working with Sarah?
0: Um, Sarah is amazing. She's like the sweetest person I know. And just like she's always here to help anyone and everyone. And I love working with her and everything because just her smile in the morning to all of the activities she put on. And she really has made this school a better place, like culture-wise and everything. And I don't know how I could have got through high school without
2: someone by my side, so. oh, <laughs> And so um, I mentioned in the intro that you were also the very, very first recipient of a new scholarship that we have here through Communities and Schools of Med America, and that scholarship is called the Tyler Gerhart Memorial Scholarship. So what did it feel like when you found out that you won this award?
0: Um, I was really surprised that I was the one that got it because it was out of so many people and so many different areas. And when Sarah told me, I was really excited about it and I feel really honored to be the first to get this one. And I just am really grateful for it as well because it can help me get to college so I can do what I love helping others because I plan to eventually do a job similar to Sarah's so I can give back.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I wanted to ask you what your plans were now that you were officially graduated from high school. Yeah. So do you have a college picked out?
0: Um I'm going to Neosho for the first couple years to get my basics done. And then from there, I plan on going to university, but I'm not sure which one yet.
2: Oh, fantastic. So um, do you know sort of what realm you want to study And I know you mentioned something that's giving back like Sarah. Did you maybe want to go and get um, a social worker degree?
0: Um, I was probably thinking a education degree because that I can use for many other things as well if I change my mind. Because at first I was thinking about being a teacher, but instead of sitting in a classroom, I'd rather be more hands-on and get to interact with every student and like more than just a handful so I can reach
2: out to more people. That's really, really smart. Um, And I don't know if you guys know this, but I live and work and I'm currently sitting in Emporia, Kansas, which happens to be home of Emporia State University. That's a very, very good teacher's college. So if you ever want to come up and visit, I can help you get um, a really nice tour and I can show you around Emporia.
0: That would be awesome. (laughs)
2: yeah Um, so Sarah how did it feel for you when you found out that Darcy was the winner of this award
0: I was so
1: excited and just so proud of her she has overcome different challenges and obstacles to get where she is today and I know that she put a lot of heart into her essay that she wrote and so I just was so proud of her
2: So one of the questions that I have for both of you, and um, you can elaborate or give as much detail as you want, is what is one of your favorite memories that you have with each other?
0: That's really hard. We've had a lot of memories together. (laughs) We have. I guess mine, this
1: is Sarah. Um, My favorite memory of Darcy, I do have so many, but one thing that I am really going to miss is she came up with this idea to write a positive quote on the board in my office here at the school. And she has continued to do this every day for the past two years. And I just loved having her come in every day, seeing how she's doing, how's everything going, and that she wanted to spread that positivity and encouragement to not just me, but to everyone who comes into my office and reads that quote on the board. And I just love that. And I'm really going to miss that.
0: Um, my favorite thing with Sarah, we've done so many and it's really hard to choose. Like we've done um, Save Your Grades Night and some other activities and helping with food banks and everything, and getting to hang out with her. But my favorite would probably be Just the everyday things that we had done, like in the morning, we'd come in and we'd talk and see how each other's days are going. Um, and I would see her in the hallway and at lunch and always say hi and stuff. And then after, like the events were great and everything, but after the events were really fun because we'd get to clean up together and kind of goof off. And it's like Sarah, she's an amazing person, like behind the scenes and on the scenes. So it's always fun to be around her.
1: I'm really glad she brought that up because she would enthusiastically and happily volunteer to help me clean up after my academic assistance events. She was so happy to go participate in community service activities that I did out in the community. She just was always so happy to help.
2: Wow, <laughs> that's so awesome. Um, So I'm curious about some of the specific things that you guys uh, were working on, you know, some of the specific challenges that you guys worked on together to, um, to help make sure that Darcy had everything that she needed.
1: Well, she throughout the years has had to overcome some significant health challenges for one. And some of those required her to, Be at home for, I mean, she couldn't even come to school because they were so severe, some of these health issues. And even just her senior year, she was going to the doctor a lot. She had to be at home for a significant amount of time, which means, you know, you get behind in your classes when you're at home. And she would take her, I mean, she would have work sent home and she would try to work on it at home as much as she could but she worked very hard when she was able to come back to school this year um, to catch up and to graduate and just to be where she is today. So I'm so proud of her for that because not only was she feeling terrible, but she was stressed, you know, Mm -hmm. with being behind. And so you want to comment on that? I
0: remember that. I got... Bronchitis actually, the weekend of the play that we did, our town, we did a play, and I got bronchitis that week. And it was also the midterm week. And so there's a lot of stress. Oh and there's sometimes that I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And I thought about, you know, of course, the w- easy way out is just to give up on it. But Sarah had pushed me to keep going. And now I've graduated and I've been in school plays, I've done everything. And I've pushed past those barriers. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And she's enrolled in college. She went with us on our enrollment day. And so she's set to start this new adventure in life. And so we're both very proud of her.
0: Thank you. You're so proud that. of yourself too, aren't you? A little bit.
2: Yes. <laughs> That's so
0: exciting.
2: Oh my goodness. And I honestly, so something that neither one of you guys said directly but you both said indirectly was how much you learned Darcy about yourself and about how strong you are and how you can really do more than you maybe originally thought that you could
0: yep my confidence level yeah, I think and all that's gone up a lot too like I said I used to be really shy and now I'm just more open
2: that's awesome. And you you do plays, which just kind of blows my mind because that's really hard for people. I mean, getting up on stage and talking in front of people is like one of the number one fears. Yeah.
0: Still and you one, do that. But... <laughs>
1: but you push through the fear, yeah, right? It's,
0: yeah. It's a lot of stress and so cool. a lot of fun. So,
2: yeah. And so, and that's the thing is that you have realized that it's worth it to, to push yourself out there and to work through the stress because the reward is so much greater than those moments of uncomfortableness. Yep. So I love that. I I love that. Is there anything else that either one of you would like to share before we end the first sort of portion of this episode?
1: Anything else, Dars?
0: No. I think we covered a I'm lot. gonna.
1: I'm really gonna miss this girl. We've developed yeah. quite a connection, and I mean, I know I'm not the only one in this school that's gonna miss her as well. She's made an impact here, and mm-hmm. I know that she's gonna go on and make such a positive difference in others' lives.
0: Don't cry, Sarah. Don't make me cry.
2: I can feel the emotion coming through the microphone. Like I'm sitting here tearing up, but I love that. It's kind of, it's like a, it's the nature of the job. You know, if you know, you did your job well, if you have that good relationship and that if you guys grew to have that kind of connection, um, you know, if you're going to miss somebody that that's actually says a lot of really positive things about the relationship that you two have. So now you get to continue to stay in touch and, see what Darcy does as she goes on and make Darcy promise to come visit you whenever she's back in the definitely, area. Definitely. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> I love that. And you guys can always come back and listen to the podcast Aww. if you're ever missing each other as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys both so much. And congratulations, Darcy. I don't think I had a chance to say that earlier, but congrats not only on the scholarship, but also on graduating high school. I'm seriously so proud of you.
0: Thank you. Me too. So proud. <laughs>
2: okay guys (laughs) well we're gonna take just a quick break to collect ourselves and then we will be back with a second serving of letters from the lunchroom stay tuned welcome back. As part of our show, we ask each guest to write a letter to the students that communities and schools serves. The only guideline they are given is that it must come from the heart. So without further ado, here is Sarah Stockebrand reading her letter aloud to CIS students everywhere.
1: Dear students, here we are at the end of another school year, which means time for another class to graduate. I'm going to miss you seniors, but it's so exciting to see you finish this chapter of your lives and begin the next one. I consider it such a privilege to see you grow throughout your time in high school. So many of you have overcome significant challenges to be standing on that stage receiving your diploma. I am so proud of you and excited to see what your future holds. And to all of our students let me just encourage you to keep dreaming big dreams follow your dream whatever that dream may be maybe it's to be a teacher a welder or a cosmetologist maybe it's to go to college as a first generation college student whatever it is go for it you can do it i believe in you believe in yourself each one of you is unique and the world needs your unique gifts and talents your individual passions and strengths are important, so don't be afraid to discover those and follow your own unique dreams and goals. It's such a big world out there. I think back to almost 10 years ago when I moved to a foreign country. I had graduated from college, worked for a couple of years, then felt called to go serve somewhere. I quit my job and moved to Padua, Italy, where I knew no one and couldn't speak the language. When I arrived, I seriously wondered, what have I done? I worked at an international church where people from over 25 different countries attended. I met some of the most unique and wonderful people, some of whom I still keep in contact with today and have a very special bond with. It was a life-changing experience that I'm so glad I had. Yes, it was scary for this small town girl and completely stepping out of my comfort zone to move halfway around the world where I knew absolutely no one. But I grew and learned so much from the people I met. Some of my best friends were Albanian and Brazilian. In my entire life up to that point, I don't think I had ever met anyone from either of those countries. I had the opportunity to teach and work with children from Nigeria, Romania, the Philippines, Ukraine, China, Italy, England, and Cameroon, just to name a few. Here in my school office on the wall, I have a saying, life is a journey, choose your path wisely, and it's next to a world map. I know moving to a foreign country is kind of extreme, but students, it's good to remember it's a big world out there. And whether you go across the world or maybe just across your city, be open to meeting new people and don't be afraid to try something new. I have a couple other sayings up in my office as well. Kindness matters and find the good in every day. Whether you're walking the halls of your school, out in your community, or maybe somewhere you've never been before, remember kindness really does matter. You never know when you may make a huge difference in someone's life by just a small act of kindness, maybe even just a smile or simple word of encouragement. And when you live life finding the good in every day, spreading kindness with an attitude of gratitude, you'll find not only are you enriching the lives of others, but your own outlook in life will be changed for the better as well. Students, you are so amazing. I can't wait to see the difference you make in the lives of others in your
2: communities and in the world. Wow. That is one inspiring <laughs> letter. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I have questions. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that we were talking about um, in between, like in the break was um you being really excited because we had gotten really emotional at the end of the first part of this episode and, um, kind of talking about like how it's, it's difficult to see these kids go and and leave, but at the same time, like it's so exciting because that's what they're supposed to do. And, um, you know, it's really just like, uh, it's a moment of pride and, and, you know, just to see these kids overcome and to reach their goals and to succeed and to go on to the next part of their life. And so, to hear your enthusiasm whenever we were talking about that, it changed, you know, from being kind of sad and, and, you know, knowing knowing that you were going to be missing Darcy and missing seeing her every day and some of the really special things that she brought to your day to just this complete excitement for what she's going to be experiencing in her future. And that came back again, whenever you were talking about going off to Italy and how that experience affected you and it made so much sense to me. Like you lived it, you know what it's like to yes. overcome your fears, to get yourself out of your comfort zone. And it made yes. so much sense. Um. So how long were you in Italy?
1: I lived there for nine months.
2: Oh my goodness. Were you teaching English? I was,
1: and I okay. was helping them with basically whatever they needed help with. I mean, church, accounting, teaching mm-hmm. an after-school program, teaching them English, vacation Bible schools. I mean, all sorts, whatever they needed help with, <laughs> I helped them with it.
2: That's amazing. And was that before, after, or like in the middle of your college time?
1: Yes. I had graduated from college and I'd worked for a couple of years and then then I moved overseas. Oh. Wow. Yes. Wow. Oh, and you've only
2: done it just the once?
1: Yes. I mean, I've been on a couple of other <laughs> missions trips to Mexico short term. that's mm-hmm. That was, mm-hmm. yes, by far moving there for nine months was, yes, a much bigger commitment and a bigger life change.
2: <laughs> did you happen to listen to the episode that we did with Christy Young, who is the site coordinator up at Alta Vista High School? In I KCno? listened
1: to a little bit of it. I wasn't able to listen to the whole thing. But yes, I did listen to part of it.
2: Yeah. She did a bunch of traveling as well. Um, cause she is from Mexico, but then she traveled all over Europe, um, doing some, I think sort of similar things as what you were doing. And so it was kind of interesting to hear you talk about it because this is, you know, we We have, you know, a dozen ish episodes and we've talked to a couple site coordinators and to kind of have some similar stories coming out from site coordinators who don't know each other that well. Um, I don't know if you and Christy have ever really met.
1: (laughs) No, I did not know that she traveled all over. I did not know that she lived in Mexico. I'm wondering
2: how many more people that are site coordinators have that sort of similar background going on where they've had that major life-changing experience and how that then affects them as they go on and are encouraging others to, to spread their wings and fly and to go for something that may seem like it's a really big goal, but it's totally attainable. You just need somebody to tell you, you can do it and help you along the way and support you, especially whenever your fears might be trying to get the best of you. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, I had you write this letter. I have everybody write a letter and I'm really curious for each person. What did it feel like when you finally read that letter aloud here on the podcast for everybody else to listen to?
1: Well, when I was writing the letter, it was kind of hard to know where to start. I mean, there's so much that you could say. Um, so yeah, just trying to bring it all together, I guess. Um, but I, Yeah. I mean, I got emotional just even reading the letter, just thinking about all of my students, all of our CIS students who, you know, maybe they needed some of that extra encouragement. But to see them, I mean, I have such a fresh feeling of pride and joy because our graduation was literally Mm -hmm. yesterday. And so seeing them walk across that stage, I mean, they did it. It's such a great feeling. Obviously, I'm proud of them, but just to see them be proud of themselves and to know they did it, I mean, it's such a wonderful feeling.
2: Well, and especially because you know so many of those students um, in a lot more detail than I know or than just like the general audience watching the graduation knows. And so you know what these students have overcome. You know, like with Darcy, we know what she was working with and some of the challenges that made her question whether or not she could actually reach that goal. And so to see those students actually reach that goal and to feel that pride for them and to know how much they've grown. And it makes me so emotional too. And I didn't even attend a graduation (laughs) this weekend. (laughs) But I know what some of the things that our kids go through. And so it makes me so happy that you know, we have site coordinators like you and the schools that can be there to help these students whenever they're in some of their really darkest hours um, yes. and really feeling lost. Um, so one of the things that I also like to ask people regarding their letter is what is the, the most important part that you hope that students take away from it?
1: I guess I would say the most important part is that each student is unique. And that's such a great thing because the world needs each one of their gifts and their talents, their unique strengths and passions. And so just to not be afraid to discover what those are and then go for it.
2: I think that's so important too. I'm really glad that you brought that back up because I know that, especially whenever you're in school, being unique, it can also be the same thing as being different. And sometimes when you're in school, that isn't always viewed as a positive thing by everyone. Which is unfortunate because I am in the same mindset as you that being unique and being different is absolutely something to value and to take pride in, and that the world is a better place with people who are bringing different ideas and experiences and outlooks to the table. And so I love that that's what you, that's the one part, is to just really take that and value and take pride in those unique things that make you, you.
0: Yes.
1: And your dream is your dream. I mean, everyone, it's not everyone's dream to be a welder, but if that's your dream, that's awesome. Go for that.
2: You know? Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things is that, um, I have had this conversation. I have a 13 year old that lives with me. She's my daughter. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> exciting time for you. you. <laughs> Um, And so one of the things that I talk with her about is how cool it is whenever you are true to yourself and you let your uniqueness and your true passions flow through yourself because then other people that have similar passions, they gravitate towards you and you find your people. And then you can um, really just expand what you've been doing with your passions with these other people who have similar passions and similar uniqueness. And it's not like you start all becoming the same it's just that you find your people and it's so cool it's like you start geeking out about the same things whether it's welding like you said or um you know it it's librarian services yes. or whatever it is i think it's so great so um yeah i love that or if it's travel and and going and teaching english and helping out go. at churches in italy yes cuz like you said you met some of your best friends who are not from america nor are they from italy and and but you met them because you guys were all called towards a similar passion
1: yeah it was amazing
2: yeah and that wouldn't have happened if you guys hadn't you know responded and and not turned away from something that was unique within you so i think that's really great that that's what you guys did okay so we are going to take another quick break and then we will be back for some extra credit questions Okay. So, okay, Sarah, we are going to go into the last portion of this episode, and that is the extra credit portion. Um, are you ready to answer just a couple more questions before we let you go? I think so. Okay. Your first question is, if you had a superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a hard one. Um,
1: maybe time manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, it just always seems like, you know, there's never quite enough time to get everything done that you would like to get done. Or maybe to be able to get your work done really fast so you could have more time to relax.
2: Oh, <laughs> wouldn't that be lovely? Or like, oh, let's back up. We need to have a redo there. Right. <laughs> yes. I have learned from this. Please can I have a go ahead? <laughs> a go again? Yeah, exactly. Let's back up. <laughs> I love that manipulation. <laughs> Ugh, I might have to snag that one for my own personal superpower wish list. So your second question is what is your favorite part of working for communities and schools? I
1: love working for CIS. I love working with the kids at my school, the awesome staff members at my school and just being a part of their journey. Um, They do so much learning and growing during these four years of high school. And I just love that through CIS, we are actually officed in the school as a site coordinator. I am right here in the middle of the kids, um, just an immediate resource for them, just here to support them and just be a connection with them, like a constant connection, you know?
2: Awesome. Your final extra credit question is, if you suddenly won the lottery, like a big one, what would you do?
1: If I won the lottery? Wow. Um, well, I would probably give, give a lot of it away, um, to various causes or needs as I see them. Um, I would probably travel because I like to travel, maybe go see some of my friends I met when I lived in Italy and, um, yeah. Yeah
2: take a great vacation or something. Absolutely. You guys, you deserve it. I mean, my goodness, site coordinators, you guys, you guys work hard. (laughs) 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 Yes, you definitely deserve a solid vacation. Um, Okay. Well then that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us and letting us chat with you for a bit and learning a little bit more about what goes on and your, you know, life there at Chanute High School. Yes.
1: Thank you for having me and for having Darcy. We enjoyed it.
2: Good. I did too. It was so much fun and I loved having multiple guests. So I'm excited for the next time we get to do this. Yes. Okay. So for more information on communities and schools of Mid-America, please check out our website at cismidamerica.org. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media at CIS mid I hope you've all enjoyed this episode of Letters from the Lunchroom. I'm your host, Victoria Partridge, and until next time, class is dismissed.